Greetings, my curious cadre of fellow humans. Once more, the universe has conspired to cross our paths, stitching together the fabric of our very existences. Welcome to ASM Murder, the only true crime podcast with an ASMR twist. I, of course, am your host, the Gru, your humble purveyor of perplexities. At your service. Tonight, fellow humans, we abandon the snug surroundings of my hovel and the light-lacking crossroads for a locale that speaks to the very heart of our tale. Our meeting place, a dock, forlorn and creaking. You obviously got my message. Our vessel is a boat, an ancient boat, its timbers well acquainted with the secrets of the deep. Worry not, fellow humans, this wood has stood the test of time, each plank a stout reminder of years past, each creek a cry of eagerness for her duties. Welcome aboard to the Abyssal Wanderer. Why Abyssal? This lake is deep. The lake is a great mirror, its reflection ever shifting as time moves on, a silent observer harboring whispered secrets in its depths. On this vast shadow lake, mysteries are veiled just beneath the surface. You don't need to go deep to find trouble here. Here, you are enveloped by the ceaseless lullaby of waves embracing our vessel's hull, the ethereal chorus of crickets, and the intermittent reverberations of thunder roaming across the sky, untouched by rain. A setting most apropos for the haunting tale we're about to unravel. Illuminating the waters is a most special flame. Housed within a hurricane lantern that hangs from the boat's tall bow, this flame has been burning for as long as seafarers have woven stories into the tapestry of night. It should seem familiar, the same flame that flickers in my hearth, a part of me, my constant companion to the shifting corridors of truth and speculation. And so, as we drift further from the familiar shoreline and deeper into the narrative, I invite you to lean in, to listen, and to lend your thoughts to this ever-unfolding enigma. For tonight, fellow humans, we sail not just upon a lake, but upon a sea of questions. And who knows what shores we may yet find, or what truths may find us. This is episode 31, and tonight we navigate the murky waters surrounding the drowning of Natalie Wood. Please be advised, this journey takes us through caverns of human emotion and into the recess of tragedy that still mystifies the world. Approach it we must, but with the solemnity and reverence that such a grievous tale deserves. Listener discretion is therefore advised. So now, fellow humans, brace yourselves. As we cut through these mysterious waters, let your minds open, your questions proliferate, and your own inner flames flicker in contemplation. The abyssal wonder has weighed anchor, and there is no turning back. At least, not until the tale is told. Onward we sail through darkness, through history, and through the very fabric of space-time. In the embrace of the abyssal black water below us, 
In the infinite canopy of cosmic wonder above, we drift on the abyssal wanderer, guided only by the constant flicker of an ancient flame, a flame that has danced in the eyes of seafarers and storytellers alike, a mesmerizing waltz that is a mirror to our own ceaseless quest for understanding. As it illuminates our path, if you can call it that, its luminescence penetrates the veil of reality, letting us glimpse into the mysteries that defines your fragile human experience. Natalie Woods' tale is one woven from the very fabric of Hollywood's golden age, a tapestry of triumphs and tragedies, of light and shadow. Born on July 20th, 1938 as Natalia Nikolovena Zakarenko, Natalie Wood was destined for stardom almost from the cradle. Her parents, Russian immigrants, saw their daughter's potential early on and they nurtured it, facilitating her entry into Hollywood. By the age of four, she had already made her film debut in a 15 second scene in the movie Happy Land. But it wasn't mere chance that catapulted her into the limelight. With a mixture of precocious talent and an ethereal beauty beyond her years, Natalie captured the hearts of directors and audiences alike. Her childhood performances were imbued with a depth of emotion that many seasoned actors struggled to manifest. A nomination for an Academy Award at just 16 years old for her role in Rebel Without a Cause was a testament to her extraordinary ability. It was in this cinematic classic that she starred alongside James Dean, and their on-screen chemistry was electric, making both of them household names almost overnight. Roles in significant films followed. Her portrayal of Maria in West Side Story became iconic, as did her heart-wrenching performance in Splendor in the Grass. With each role, she peeled back another layer of her artistry, revealing an artist mature beyond her years. Yet, even as her star rose higher and brighter, it was a luminescence tinged with shadows, an amalgamation of the real and the unreal, the person and the persona. Bound in matrimony to Robert Wagner, not once but twice, their love story was the stuff of legends, as deeply compelling as it was confounding. Their union was no ordinary one. It held an air of cinematic fantasy, sometimes punctuated by episodes that seemed ripped from dramatic scripts. The turbulence of their relationship was well known, yet it remained a paradox, a contradiction that not even the closest to them could fully grasp. Beyond her marriage, Natalie was known for her friendships and relationships within the elite circles of Hollywood. She was a social butterfly, a radiant star around whom others naturally gravitated. From friendships with actors and directors to whispered rumors of affairs, Natalie Wood was as much a fixture of Hollywood parties and gatherings as she was on its movie sets. But for all her radiant beauty and dazzling talent, Natalie Wood was a woman shrouded in an enigma. A faceted jewel with mysteries that many pondered but few could claim to understand. She was petrified of dark waters, you know. A fear stemming from a fortune teller's warning and a near-drowning incident as a child. Yet, it was water that would ultimately claim her life, leaving us with questions that have persisted across decades. Was it an accident, as the initial reports claimed? Or was it something darker? Something premeditated? 
These are the questions that continue to haunt the legacy of Natalie Wood, a woman who seemed to have it all yet left the world far too soon, shrouded in a mystery that mirrors the depths of the dark waters she so feared. From child star to cinematic siren, Natalie Wood's ascent was nothing short of meteoric, and yet each rung of the ladder she climbed seemed to creak with the weight of duality of an actress who could convey the deepest human emotions while harboring an inscrutable inner life. Her rise to stardom was not just a career. It was a narrative, a tale that unfolded both in the film she graced and the life she led away from the camera's flash. And it is this intricate tapestry that we unravel tonight here in the hallowed hush of this dark expanse to better understand a woman whose essence was as elusive as it was entrancing. In the realm of romance, Natalie Wood found a magnetic connection with actor Robert Wagner. Their love story was one for the silver screen, ignited by a youthful fervor when Wood was just 18 and Wagner 26. They first married in 1957 and it seemed as though Hollywood had scripted their fairy tale union. But life, ever unpredictable, led them down separate paths, culminating in divorce just five years later. However, the flame that sparked between them was not easily extinguished. Both went on to marry other people and expand their horizons in love and work, but destiny had scripted a second act for them. They remarried in 1972, proof that their connection was not merely a fleeting infatuation, but a powerful force that could withstand the tumultuous waves of life. Beyond her romantic sphere, Natalie Woods' personal relationships were a milieu of fascinating friendships and intricate dynamics. She was friends with some of Hollywood's greatest from Elizabeth Taylor to Rock Hudson to Fred Astaire, each relationship seemed to add another hue to an already colorful mosaic of a social life. But it wasn't all glamour and glitz. Some friendships have bore the burden of Hollywood's darker aspects. Competition, jealousy, and the relentless pursuit of stardom at all costs. And what of her reputation? Ah, here lies the crux of our tale tonight. Natalie Woods was renowned not just for her beauty and talent, but also for the shroud of mystery that enveloped her. She was the epitome of Hollywood allure, an enigma wrapped in the trappings of fame. Her life was a series of paradoxes, a childhood star who grew up too fast, a serious actress with a playful streak, a public figure who guarded her privacy zealously. But what were these mysteries, you ask? Ah, they were multifold, ranging from whispers about her intense fear of water, which cast an ironic and grim shadow over her ultimate fate, to the ever-present rumors of dalliances and secret relationships, each adding a layer of complexity to an already intricate life. So, here aboard the Abyssal Wanderer, on this dark expanse of water, we delve deeper into the mysteries that surrounded a life seemingly so public, yet profoundly private. Now let's examine not just the role she played on screen, but the role she played in life. Wife, mother, friend, and enigma.
Natalie Wood was a luminary in the world of Hollywood. Her beauty almost ethereal, captivating audiences from the moment she graced the screen. But beyond her physical allure, there was an enigmatic quality about her, an air of mystery that seemed to surround her both off and on camera. Her eyes, often described as expressive and intense, seem to hold untold stories, giving her performances a depth that transcends the scripts. Her persona was that of both a Hollywood ingenue and a complex, mature woman, a duality that only heightened her appeal. Known for roles that often explored complicated emotional landscapes, Wood imbued her characters with a palpable humanity that resonated deeply with her viewers. Films like Splendor in the Grass and Rebel Without a Cause were just showcases for her undeniable talent. They also presented her as a woman of deep emotional complexity. While her beauty made her a household name and a style icon, her talents as an actress lent her the kind of credibility that many of her peers could only dream of. She earned multiple Academy Award nominations at a young age, a testament to her skill and range as an actress. Yet it wasn't just her film roles that contributed to her mysterious aura. Her personal life was equally shrouded in intrigue. Her marriages, most notably to actor Robert Wagner, were subjects of such discussion and speculation. The dynamics of their relationship, replete with a glamorous lifestyle but tinged by whispers of tension, only fueled the public's fascination with her. As with many iconic figures, Natalie Woods' life was tinged by elements of tragedy and unanswered questions. Most notably, the circumstances surrounding her untimely death have never been fully explained, deepening the enigma that surrounds her. Despite investigations and endless media scrutiny, that part of her story remains a mystery, a final chapter in a life that always seemed to be framed by a sense of the unknowable. Her beauty and her mystery seemed almost intertwined, each amplifying the allure of the other. In both her life and her unfortunate death, Natalie Wood remains an enigmatic figure, still captivating us years after her passing. She is celebrated not only for her beauty and her talent, but for the everlasting aura of mystery that seems to surround her memory. The night of November 29, 1981, is one shrouded in perplexity and heartbreaking loss. The setting was a yacht named Splendor, an elegant vessel that seemed to embody the luxurious lifestyle of the Hollywood elite. It was anchored off the coast of California's picturesque Catalina Island, a locale known for its stunning natural beauty, but one that would, on this night, become the backdrop for a tragic mystery. On board were Natalie Wood, her husband Robert Wagner, actor Christopher Walken, and the boat's captain Dennis Davern. Each was a character in their own right, Wagner a suave leading man in films like The Pink Panther and The Towering Inferno, Walken an actor known for his own brand of unpredictable intensity, and Davern, the man responsible for navigating the waters, both literal and metaphorical, that the group found themselves in. The evening began as many do in the world of glamour and celebrity, with dinner and drinks, yet what should have been a congenial gathering seemed to strain under the weight of unspoken tensions. 
Arguments flared up intermittently, initially about trivial matters, but gradually the atmosphere grew thick with discord. Some reports say that the men argued over Natalie's career. Others claim it was over the nature of her relationship with Walken. Juicy, juicy. Natalie Wood, always the enigma, would add one more layer of mystery to her legacy that night. At some point during the evening, she disappeared. She wasn't in the cabin. She wasn't on deck. She was not anywhere on the Splendor. Search efforts commenced, but it was not until the morning of November 30th that her body was found, floating in the water about a mile away from the yacht. She was dressed in a nightgown, wool socks, and a red down jacket. In the vicinity, the authorities also discovered a small inflatable dinghy beached nearby. The circumstances of her disappearance and subsequent death have fueled decades of speculation, investigation, and sorrow. Was it an accidental drowning, as initially concluded, or was there something more sinister at play? Even after all these years, questions linger, keeping the world forever enthralled by the life and the tragic end of Natalie Wood. The very setting of her last hours, a yacht on a dark sea, close to a paradise-like island yet isolated from it amid an intimate group of people, seems almost theatrically apt for a woman whose life was as full of beauty and mystery as it was of undeniable tragedy. Like an eerie echo from her film roles, the night combined glamour, emotional turbulence, and an unsettling ending that remains unsolved. In the immediate aftermath of Natalie Wood's tragic death, an investigation was launched by the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department and the Coast Guard. Initially, the events leading up to her disappearance seemed unclear, but the authorities worked quickly to piece together the story. The case was eventually closed. The official cause of death was listed as accidental drowning. The findings seemed to satisfy the legal requirements, but did little to quell the public's curiosity or skepticism. Almost immediately, rumors and alternative theories began to circulate, fueled by the inconsistencies in the testimonies, as well as the ever-pervasive aura of mystery that seemed to surround Natalie Wood's life, and now her death. However, in 2011, the case was reopened and new witnesses came forward, and Dennis Down publicly stated that he had lied during the initial investigation. This led to a new round of questions, examinations, and a change in the cause of death on her death certificate from accidental drowning to drowning and other undetermined factors. Yet, even after decades and multiple inquiries, definitive answers remain elusive. The uncertainty surrounding the investigation continues to captivate the public's imagination and Natalie Wood's tragic demise remains one of Hollywood's most enduring and heartbreaking mysteries. In the wake of Natalie Wood's sudden and tragic passing, the initial investigation led by the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department and the Coast Guard swiftly concluded with a verdict that stirred more questions than it answered. The coroner's report labeled her demise as an accidental drowning. According to one report, Wood had a blood alcohol level of 0.14% and traces of medication in her system, which was speculated to have perhaps impaired her judgment. 
The working hypothesis was that she had fallen into the water while attempting to board the dinghy. With the dinghy found beached nearby, it was postulated that Wood might have tried to either leave the yacht or head to shore for some unknown reasons. And then there were the theories, ranging from pure accident to possible foul play. Some claim Wood had a fear of dark waters and would never have tried to leave the boat voluntarily. There was even talk of extramarital affairs. Oh, Mr. Walken, you devil. Others pondered over Davern's changing statements and how they could implicate or exonerate the others on the boat. The changing accounts from key witness further ignited public imagination and skepticism, and alternative narratives began to unfurl. Was it a tragic accident amplified by the combination of alcohol and medication? Or was there a darker layer to the story? A possibility that someone on the boat knew more than they were willing to admit? With each passing year, the shroud of mystery around Natalie Wood's death seems to darken rather than dissipate. No definitive answers have been provided, and the case continues to fascinate and haunt the public. Woods' tragic end remains an indelible part of Hollywood lore, a story that invites more questions than it does answers, echoing the complexities and enigmas that marked her life. The moments leading up to Natalie's disappearance remain hazy and inconsistent, as though obscured by a thick fog that has yet to lift. Robert Wagner and Dennis Davern, two of the last people to have seen her, offered differing accounts. While Wagner reported that he found his wife missing after stepping away briefly, Davern later asserted that he heard Wagner and Wood arguing, casting a shadow over Wagner's initial account. The variations in these accounts leave a puzzling gap in the timeline of events and cast a lingering doubt that perhaps not everything has been laid bare. Then there was the little dinghy. A vessel whose role in this tale is as perplexing as the lake we traverse now. A crucial point of curiosity is why Natalie, with her well-known fear of dark open waters, would have chosen to venture alone in such a tiny vessel. Furthermore, the dinghy was discovered ashore, its oars securely fastened, suggesting that it had not been used for a hurried or clumsy escape. So then what compelled it to leave the yacht, and under whose power? Complicating the narrative further are the reports from witnesses anchored on other boats near the Splendor on that fateful night. They spoke of hearing distressed cries, even screams, haunting utterances that seemed to float over the water like ghostly whispers. While the time of these sounds does not align perfectly with the stated timelines on those of the Splendor, they introduce an unsettling layer to the mystery. Could these have been Natalie's own cries? falling on ears too distant to intervene. Ah, fellow humans, let us now sail into the stormy seas of collective emotion, where the waves of grief, confusion, and yearning crash against cliffs of reality. Natalie Wood was not merely a star. She was an ethereal presence on the silver screen, a radiant beacon of talent and beauty. Her sudden disappearance tore through Hollywood like a tempest, leaving an empty space that could never be filled. Fans, too, felt like they had lost a friend, a confidant who had grown up alongside them through every flicker of film. 
Newsstands swarmed her face. Elegies echoed in theaters, and floral tributes gathered as if by magic on her Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Each of these elements, when isolated, might be brushed aside as insignificant or inconclusive. Yet, when we thread them together, they form a tapestry rich in question and poor in definitive answers. A labyrinthine mystery that calls out for resolution, much like the ever-burning flame that guides our way tonight. The cord of loss reverberated deeply within Natalie's immediate family, forever altering the rhythm of their lives. Her sister, Lana Wood, became an outspoken advocate for reopening the investigation, unable to find solace in the initial conclusion. The children, too, have lived their lives under the shadow of unanswered questions that loom like a dark cloud. It's a tragedy made all the more bitter by the lack of closure. So, fellow humans, let me ask you, do the inconsistencies of Natalie's last moments trouble you as they do me? Could those distant cries heard over the water be the echoes of Natalie's last pleas? Or might they belong to another sorrowful tale? What or who compelled the dinghy to leave the yacht? And those distant cries... Most of all, how many times did it take me to say the word dinghy without giggling like a schoolchild? The questions abound. Much like the lake we navigate tonight, the life and tragic end of Natalie Wood are layered in mystery, murmuring untold secrets. As we cast our thoughts into dark depths, perhaps we may yet catch a glimmer of truth, just as my ever-burning lantern illuminates our course. Our boat is nearing the dock. It glides back towards the forlorn dock where our journey began. The whispers of the night grow fainter and the shroud of mystery lifts, if only momentarily. The deep waters that have cradled our unsettling yet enlightening venture are almost still, almost as if holding their breath for what comes next. The dawn stretches its fingers of light over the horizon, painting the world in shades of promise and possibility. Time, that ever-precious and ever-fleeting gift, has shared some of its moments with us, and for that, I am grateful. That was episode 31. For those who wish to roam further through the tangled web of narratives and mysteries, find me in the digital corridors of your Facebooks, your Twitters, and your TikToks. I'll leave links in the description below. Also, if you can't seem to get enough of me, or if you thirst for the arcane and uncanny is insatiable, then wander over to my digital haven at www.murderpod.net. That's M-U-R-D-E-R-P-O-D.net. Remember, you can find my podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Also, if you want to support the channel, you can do so by going to my website. You can buy me a cup of coffee if you like. Not even an expensive cup of Starbucks coffee, just like regular coffee. Like from McDonald's. Coffee is good for travel. Again, links in the description. And so we arrive at the dock we left from. As the rising sun chases away the friendly dark, we must part ways. The sun is no friend to a groom.
and I must seek my shelter. But fear not, fellow humans, this parting is but a brief pause. We shall cross paths again in another tale, another lifetime, another universe, under different stars. Until then, please be kind to yourselves, be good to each other. This is your friend of neighborhood crew, signing off.